0: Happy Sunday, Tampa Bay. We're back with you for another week here on the Duncan Duo Show, talking about the Tampa Bay real estate market. And you get me solo this week, fresh off of a trip to Spain to see my daughter. This is Andrew Duncan, the Duncan Duo team at Remax. Had a great time in Spain, and uh, it was interesting because you know when when I when I travel, I always like to learn about the real estate market in other parts of the country, um, what things cost, and um, you know what, what the market's like, what's it like to be a, a real estate agent or a realtor, uh, which is really more of a U.S. term, but, but a, a real estate agent in another part of the world. So one of the things I got the privilege of doing um, is I, I got to go to Segovia. Uh, Segovia is like about an hour north of Madrid. If you drive... Uh, which I did, or shorter if you take the train and are prepared. I wasn't prepared, uh, didn't book a train in time, and the trains didn't line up. So I ended up renting a car, uh, rented a BMW 5 Series that I got to drive in Spain. It was my first time actually driving in Europe, um, uh, so that was an experience in and of itself. But uh, I got to see you know the the Spanish countryside, get outside of Madrid, uh, and see just. You know, acres and miles and miles of vacant land. It was really surprising to me that you can have such a large city like Madrid, and just an hour away, go through uh, such a you know vacant area, you know, of just ability to develop and suburbs and all of these things that we see popping up around Florida. Um, but but it kind of reminded me of the drive uh, to Ocala, for example, where you get through parts. You know, when you're about an hour or so outside of Tampa, you get through parts that are just farmland. Um, and, and so it's really not all that different than uh than here in terms of that, but it was just surprising to see. Um, so I got to go to Segovia and I met some people and I got to tour and look at some real estate there. And uh, I, I was kind of surprised at the uh, inexpensiveness of real estate in Segovia, uh, as well as in parts of Madrid, comparing it to what certain things would cost in Tampa. Now the exchange rate right now um, you know, varies. The dollar and euro aren't exactly equal. Um, you know, it's about a one to a 1.1 or 1.2 exchange, uh, depending on the circumstances. But that that's kind of where the exchange rate is. And uh, you know, met someone that uh, you know, that that owned a um uh, uh, kind of a townhome is what we would call it. I think they they might call it a flat or something else there. Um, but it was 220,000 euros is what they brought the property for in a really nice part of Segovia um, that, that I would have expected would have been more like a $400,000 property in certain parts of Tampa. So it was really cool just to see the international difference, to learn what it's like to be a real estate agent, what real estate agents do uh, in other parts of the world, and then just to drive around and kind of compare and contrast uh, different architectural types. So one of the neatest parts about my trip to Spain was was seeing all the Spanish and the Mediterranean influences in the architecture with uh homes, churches, um e- even shopping malls having kind of the facade of of that feel. So really beautiful trip, uh enjoyed it, but I'm happy to be back in America. Uh we forget sometimes. I think a lot of people take for granted. Um you know, when when I hear people complaining um about Tampa Bay or about our country um, when you travel to other countries I think it helps you obviously appreciate what that country offers but also appreciate what you have here um, so I was happy to get back to um, things that made logical sense convenience uh, drive-throughs uh the ability to more easily drive places um you know those were things that I missed as well as obviously being able to communicate uh, effectively with people I I speak a little bit of Spanish, but uh, had to had to lean on uh, my girlfriend and some other people on the trip, my daughter, to help me communicate because uh, the Spanish was uh, a little harder for me than I expected. So uh, I did take it uh, when I was younger, and I do I do know a little bit. But uh, nonetheless, while I was there, the Fed gave the housing market a break by um, halting. Rises in interest rates. And I've talked with Josh Goodwin from Goodwin Mortgage right on this show several times about how the Fed's direction with interest rates doesn't have an exact control on mortgage rates. It's not uh it's not give and take. It's not as if they rise rates and then mortgage rates rise. Sometimes the opposite happens. Sometimes they hold them and they drop. And this week it appears that the Fed gave a uh, a rare break for stretched then home buyers. The Fed held interest rates steady, declined to jack them up higher this month and its fight to tame infl- inflation. Expected to nudge mortgage rates down a little by year's end, potentially saving buyers some money. So I think that um, the the real estate market, uh, we're we're in Tampa Bay, we're on pace to have. Um, a 2019-2018-esque a real estate year, still a great real estate year. At the time, we thought it was record-breaking until we saw what happened the years following. Um, I, I think it's going to be really comparable to that. We're going to see a nice surge uh, here in the summer with interest rates softening, hopefully, uh, still record low inventory. Um, but... The other key is the ability for more home to be able to qualify. Uh, Governor DeSantis has the Homes for Heroes program that is launching now. People are qualifying and buying under that program now. That gives you down payment assistance, uh, reduces your out of pocket costs, and a lot of people qualify. I'm sure we'll have Josh on the show to give you more details about that. Um, you know, with um, you know, with our coming shows, but there is a program out there that is not just for first time home buyers. It is not just for you know heroes per se. That you know the people that work in a uh, public forward position, something like a police officer, military teachers, healthcare care workers. Uh, that was the program, you know, last year. Now it's a program that anybody can qualify for. There are some income limitations, but it's a great program that uh, is going to allow a lot of Florida home buyers to get off the fence and be able to purchase when they couldn't have otherwise. So um, we'll talk more about that in our next show. But the housing market getting this break with mortgage rates, I suspect it's going to spur some activity. The mortgage rates averaged 6.71% for 30-year fixed rates loans in the week ending June 8th. Um they averaged 6.95 as of Wednesday. Uh they had fallen below 3% in 2020 and 2021, so we're still up obviously considerably over that. Um but The When I talked to uh, experts across the country, they feel we will be back in a dramatic appreciation market um, when interest rates get back into the uh, upper fours, low fives. Uh, Some people predict that that could happen within the next year. Others are less confident. Um, But slowing inflation likely helped the Fed decide against jacking interest rates any further this May. In May, inflation rose 4% year over year. And while it's roughly double the Fed's two percent target, it isn't rising as much as April's four point nine percent year-over-year jump, and it's far below the nine point one percent surge of last year. So or last June. So. The cost of housing obviously has also been rising, uh, but it's started to soften. As of uh, you know, it's it's not started to soften. It's been softer for a while compared to what it was, what our appreciation rates were a year or two ago. I looked at the most recent stats, uh, talked about them a few weeks on uh, ago on the show, and we've seen home prices start to rise again, but nowhere near the thirty plus percent appreciation we were seeing um, back. A year and two ago. Now we're seeing more like, you know, a few percentage points of appreciation year over year. So we are seeing home values rise. We are seeing homes sell fast. We are seeing bidding wars. We still don't have a lot of home sellers coming onto the market. And and I think I've touched on this before. Um, and and that is something that's probably not going to change unless interest rates come down, because so many people don't want to give up the home that they're in for their through you know with their three percent interest rate when they can either stay there and continue to control their costs in a, you know, a more challenging uh, economy, or they can turn around and rent the property out for substantially more than their mortgage and put money in their pocket and buy another home. So we're, we're in this period where we're just not going to see a lot of inventory come onto the market until interest rates soften and prices rise, and it makes enough sense for some of those home sellers to get out of the homes that they're in, to sell them, to take their gain. Um, you know, versus continuing to become accidental landlords and rent them out and make month-over-month month money because the rate is so low while rates have continued to rise and rents have continued to rise. So that's kind of an overview of what's going on in uh, the real estate market and, and how that impacts Tampa Bay. You combine all of those factors with a growing population, um, uh, winning sports teams, um, a a state who's whose governor won in a pretty much a landslide election who has very high um you know public opinion um, compared to you know past governors of course uh, just like any politician, no one is everyone's cup of tea and he certainly makes decisions that don't agree with everyone um but but nonetheless it has been uh, his decisions have been good for the economic conditions in Florida so that is uh, definitely what is going on in our Tampa Bay real estate market when we aren't on air make sure to follow us on all of our socials we are at the duncan duo that is twitter instagram uh, youtube facebook tiktok um you name it we're on it at the duncan duo follow us we're always putting out relevant real estate updates and so much more on our page um, join duo.com is where I want you to go if you're thinking about a real estate career there are a lot of companies in retreat mode right now people that don't have market share people that don't have the brand recognition that I've built over you know an 18 year career and and real estate companies and agents that are going to struggle um, with fewer transactions and prices not rising as much there were a lot of real estate agents that knew how to succeed in the super hot market because it wasn't as hard um, but it's gotten a little bit more challenging and, and so Um, that being said, we're hiring, we're growing. If you're thinking about becoming an agent, I became an agent during the worst real estate market our country has seen. Uh, so I'm a believer that the right people getting into the industry still, uh, can be very successful. Um, so join the duo.com. You can apply for any of our open positions. You can register for our career night, our career night. We do it the second Tuesday of every month. Um, so, you know, you, you've obviously missed it this month. Um, But you can go to our one in July. You can also uh, connect for a free Zoom uh, meeting with our uh, director of uh, agent growth. who will kind of take you through what it's like to become an agent or what it's like to be an agent on our team if you're already an agent somewhere else. So, again, you can go to jointheduo.com. Register for a career night, apply for an open position, um, and learn more about a real estate career with our team. And, and one thing I want to point out, there are a lot of companies out there recruiting agents because they want to grow as many agents as they can. I'm recruiting agents because I have business for them. I'm recruiting agents because I have leads and marketing that generates more than my team can keep up with. And I need people to service those clients. I'm generating agents that I can help make money. If you look at the average commission income from a lot of the really large real estate companies out there... Um, the average agent income is really low because they get as many people as they can and then they hope some of them are successful and our goal is to really kind of go after people that um, that want to make a great income, that want to plug in immediately, that really want to commit and grow, not just getting as many bodies as we can, so that's definitely not my business model, we are not right for every single agent out there, We're we're looking for specific things, of people that will fit our culture, that will work hard, that will commit and be held accountable to standards and serve our clients at the highest level possible. So again, you can check that out, jointheduo.com. We're we'll going to be back after a quick break here on the Duncan Duo Show. So we're back here on the Duncan Duo Show talking about the Tampa Bay real estate market. Look, it's no secret that more and more people are flocking to Florida and Tampa Bay, okay? We are seeing population growth. We're seeing uh, our, you know, and again, for the real estate business, Um, It's going to help our market outperform other parts across the country for traffic or for wait times at restaurants or for parking in certain places. Um, Again, that population growth is something that I'm sure our local government um, and state government are are doing their best to kind of, you know, move the infrastructure. I hear people complain sometimes, you know, Oh, well um, you know, I wish all these people would go back up North or, you know, and, and so, the downside of that is that if those people go back up north, some people might not keep their jobs. Um, you know, they're bringing economic conditions here that allow our state to prosper. Um, so again, uh, I agree with the whole adage that I hope they don't bring their politics here, because uh, certainly the reason our state is so successful is because of the leadership that's in place now. But I can also say that um, the population growth, while sometimes inconvenient and frustrating, definitely helps fuel. Our economy uh, and our local real estate market, but it's causing a problem for home buyers. So if you're a home buyer, listen up. I've got some tips for you. If you're struggling to find a home, here's some tips. The first one is maybe you have the wrong agent. Um, the the real estate market is rampant with people that got into the business um, because it was hot and it was easy and they don't know how to compete in a market like this. So maybe you have the wrong agent helping you. Uh, step number one. Step number two, if you can't change the housing market, consider changing your criteria. We've we've still got record low inventory, not, not quite record low, but near record low inventory uh, in our state because fewer and fewer home sellers are deciding to put their home on the market. So the ones that do um, are kind of in the driver's seat. And if you're a home buyer that's limited in down payment or don't have cash, you're competing with people that do, and it can be very challenging. So that... You know, that house that checks off every box for you is probably checking off every box for someone else too. So get more flexible with what you're looking for in your house. Do you really have to have a two car garage or can you make it with one? Do you have to have a three car or can you make it with two? Can you make a one and a half bath house work and maybe renovate it or add on to make it a two bath? You know, do you have to have the the pool or can you add one later? Start to think about those things that maybe are are wants for you and not needs, and you can look to do those later Add on. Look for a footprint of a house that you can change those things with, because what a lot of people end up doing is they have this long list of all the things that they want that their budget can't support in a market like this, or that they can't win a bidding war on, and then they go back to renting for a year or two, and guess what? They come back in a year or two, and prices are going to be higher. So the reality is, is you have to get strategic with your criteria and consider looking at alternative areas, looking at features that maybe you can add on that you don't absolutely have to have now and get a little bit more flexible because with so few choices, it's like going to, you know, imagine going to Walmart or Target and saying, you know what, I want um, a milk that's this percent from this brand that's exactly this it's in a 2 gallon jug that's you know got 2 weeks left of expiration okay and you go to target and there's 2 gallon two jugs of milk in the whole place okay so you can either go without milk or you can change your criteria and be a little bit more flexible so similar to housing right now there's a little inventory all the boxes that you want to check off may not be able to be checked off, and you've got to get, got to get creative. Uh, the next thing that you want to do is is you know really write out your priorities. What are the absolute must haves? Okay, most of the time we get this wrong. We confuse our must haves with our wants. Okay, must haves are absolute non negotiable. Got to have them. Okay, um, be realistic about your financial means as well. Um, it's really important if you're not buying cash. It is really important for you to get with a mortgage lender before you look at a house. I promise you, you think that you are qualified because you looked at your credit score on Expedia or Credit Karma, and your score is high, okay? But there's so many other factors that go into it. There is your debt to income. There is your commission income versus your regular income. Are you 1099? Do you own businesses? Do you have other debt? Uh, Does your partner have stuff you don't know about? Okay? This, This is another one. Okay? So be realistic about your financial means, but get on the same page as your partner. Okay? This is crucial. Far too often we have clients that come in to qualify they need both people's incomes and then one partner finds out the other partner has bad credit or something in their in their situation uh, we found one recently where a partner uh, is divorced but is still on the mortgage of an old home, so can't qualify for a new home. Never told their uh, new partner about that situation. Caused them not to be able to qualify for a mortgage after they wasted a bunch of time and looked at houses and put all this energy and effort into a situation that they can't pull off because they need both incomes, and this person you know, can't qualify. Um, and so get on the same page as your partner Whoever you're buying the house with, sit down, disclose your financials, talk to each other about what you got in the bank, talk to each other about your credit score, talk to each other together with your mortgage lender, okay, and the other thing. Fully disclose your financial situation with your partner, your expenses. That stuff's going to come out. I've seen a lot of marriages have major obstacles when they go for, through the qualification for a mortgage and find out expenses of the partner that they weren't aware of. So get, um, you know, get get square with that. Eliminate extraneous decision makers. Okay, look, if you're put your big boy pants on, if you're buying a house, you don't need your parents. Okay, I, I'm just being honest here. Do you y'all know, often? people get bad advice from people that might have the best interest at heart uh, but aren't professionals at it maybe don't have money themselves uh, and and they're giving their, their kids bad advice or their brother or whoever eliminate those extraneous decision makers allow them to have some influence certainly sit down talk to them hear them out hear what they have to say but be, be you know be an adult make decisions. Um, And considering what dragging your feet today may cost you tomorrow, higher prices, potentially higher rates, maybe the Homestore Heroes program goes away, Uh, maybe you spend a year or two of your life in an apartment or in a place that you hate when you could get into the home that you love, build equity, or not even the home that you love, but the home that will allow you to catapult. To the next home, which might be the one that you love, and gain some equity and get a financial position. So, Hopefully, that's been helpful for you buying a home in today's market. Those are some simple secrets and tips to help you deal with our challenging market. We'll be back continuing this conversation after a quick break here on the Dunkin' Duo Show. We're back here on the Duncan Duo Show talking about the Tampa Bay real estate market. I want to talk to you next about real estate video. Um, I was just on a podcast um, with uh, the founder of Eight Limbs Creative, which is a local videography company. Uh, His name's Tony Salazar, and I I was on a podcast with Tony talking about video and how important video is, not just as an agent in terms of getting out there and doing video, but videoing the properties. Um, It it especially has become important the last five years or so as more and more of our home buyers are going to social media. And looking for a 30 to 60 second sizzle reel segment that they can learn about the house because they don't want to read the the, they don't want to look at 57 photos. They don't want to read the description on MLS. They want to be wow. They want to buy an experience. Video is the only format that you can do that with. The second thing is, is we have way more people coming here uh, than we have in the past. So those people are coming from out of the area, and sometimes they're using the internet before they ever even come down here and look at houses to kind of weed through the houses. Video is a great way for them to see the floor plan, know the experience, see the layout, drone videos, all of those types of things are exceptionally uh, great at letting people see more than a photo can do. But so few real estate agents actually do videos of homes. It amazes me how many homes don't have videos. If you're working with a real estate agent and they don't have a video and look when I say video, I mean video I don't mean a bunch of pictures stitched together. I mean being able to show the layout experience the home Okay, and see it in a video format. That is the format that people want to see There's a reason Instagram pushes reels now Okay, so if you're an Instagram person or Facebook pushes reels, there's a reason YouTube does shorts, okay? The short videos. People want that video to be quick, concise, and give them all the information they want. They only want to spend about 30 seconds to a minute on it. And you have a limited opportunity to engage the consumer, but so few real estate agents do video on their homes. We've been shooting walkthrough videos with gimbals. So they're steady video. We've been doing this for more than a decade. We've been shooting walkthrough videos. Before video uh, and camera equipment, would allow us to shoot the quality that we do today. We would walk through with the cell phone. So today, it's much more advanced. It's much more creative. There's a there's a cooler aspect to it. You can do more. There's more editing. But if you are working with the real estate agent, they're not doing video. Okay, first off, they probably don't want to invest in it, or secondly, they've probably not been taught how to do it, or that they need to do it because there's so many real estate agents that got into the business the last few years when it's hot. And all they really needed was a handful of photos and a description and every home would sell. Consumers are getting more and more tired of seeing that from real estate agents. They want to see video. So what are the important things that you can show off in a video? So if you're a homeowner and you're going to talk to a real estate agent about selling their house, make sure you ask them, hey, what kind of videos are you doing? Are you going to do a video? Where is it going to go? Okay. What, what's going to be in the video? Here's some of the things that are really important when you show off a video. Uh, the first and probably most important one um, is the kitchen. Okay. It is the landing spot for socializing in the home. You, you're showing off the kitchen. You want to show off the home and the exterior and the curb appeal. Okay. A drone. Shot is a really cool way to show off the surrounding area. Maybe if it's got a view, or what kind of neighborhood it's in, or what is you know what is on its on that block. Um, other things that are important to show: the living area, uh, the view are important to show, uh, and then kind of a flow through the house so people can get a feel for it. Pictures don't tell a story. Okay, pictures only give people factual information. Sometimes edited to the point where it's not super factual, but video is a true exploration of a property and is the best way to get people engaged in a property, no matter where they are. So, video is is hyper important. We shoot video on every house. I I love I love what you can see with video. When I went to, when I just went to Spain, I would catch myself when I was looking at real estate. I would look for the video. And I was amazed how few times actually had video of the property. So uh, always got to make sure that you have a video. Those are the important parts that you want to cover. You're you're selling a lifestyle in Florida. Okay. And you might ask, you might say to yourself, Well, my property, you know, doesn't look very good on video. Well, it's not gonna look very good in person then. So so touch it up, fix it up. And if not, just show the true transparent video regardless. And then you'll actually get people not wasting your time and looking at your house that aren't going to like it because they would have gotten turned off at the video. They're going to get turned off in person if the video is going to turn them off. So just be transparent. The thing that we've always believed and experienced, and I just had this recently, I had a $1.2 million condo in Snell Isle go uh, under contract within like a week or so. And it was, you know, the first showing and uh, they looked at it once. The reason why? Because we had an incredible video a lot of the consumers looked at the video and said, "Oh, well, that doesn't look like the right place for me." So we didn't inconvenience our client with millions and millions of people traipsing through the house, you know, that weren't going to love the home. But the one that did come and look at it, it was like a second showing. They were already in love with it. The video already checked off every box for them and told them it was everything they want. So video not just helps accentuate all the 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 the, the truths of the property. But it saves you time and convenience because if a, if a house doesn't show well in video, it's not going to show well in person either. You're not going to really change anyone's opinion once they get into the house. It just doesn't work that way. People buy real estate on emotion. Unless you're talking about an investment property, people are buying real estate on emotion. Um, the more transparent you are, the the more that um, you know that you can really help and you can give them the vision. I see homes all the time that have very few photos, no video. They sit on the market forever, and they get gobs and gobs and gobs of showings. Those sellers got to go out and walk the dogs and drive to Starbucks and go out to a restaurant. They get so inconvenienced, they get frustrated to take a low-ball offer because of how much time they're wasting. If they have just put a video out there, they would have eliminated all the people that weren't going to love their home, and they'd have sold it to the person that appreciated the transparency, that had the vision to see the potential of the property. There is always a buyer for everything every piece of real estate. It's just a matter of the price reflecting the condition. So video, not only does it get more eyes on your property, it saves you time. It makes the initial showing like a second showing. It provides convenience, okay? And it helps qualify the buyer. You don't want people walking through your home that aren't going to like it. And, and truly, you're not going to convince someone to buy a house that they don't like. No real estate agent in the world ethically can do that, number one, because they represent the, the best interest of the client. But two, you're just not going to convince people to buy something that they're not in love with. And the people that are going to buy your house and fall in love with it when it doesn't show great on video are the ones that are going to have the vision to fall in love with it in person. So just show the video. Just be transparent. People want transparency today. Uh, they they want convenience. And video provides that for the consumer. It's an honest assessment and view of the property, and video is definitely the way to go. One other part of, uh, you know, kind of in the same token, it's why Amazon is so effective. It's why delivery and Uber Eats and all these services are so amazing because we know we can just. Push a button and have stuff show up at our house the next morning. We want that convenience. People want the same thing with real estate listings. They want that video because it's convenience. It saves them time. They're not driving out all over creation to look at a house that they, that if they could have seen the video of it, they would have hated it. The right consumers will show up. Okay, getting a lot of showings on a house today isn't a victory. Okay, in a lot of ways, it's a failure. It's a failure because those people that show up and don't like it. Okay. Aren't going to change their mind. So video is definitely the way to go. Um, if you want to see more of our videos on properties you can go to our YouTube channel, uh, you can search us up on Instagram. You can see our reels. Uh, you can do all that. Just search for the Duncan duo. We're, we're always shooting cool videos. In fact, uh, the founder of eight limbs, creative Tony, I'm going to have him on the show and we're going to talk a little bit more, um, about that. So the weird reason why brand new homes, are starting to get cheaper than old ones and where they're hiding. So the median so so many homebuyers might assume a brand new house with its pristine, countertops, false horse, must be more than a pre-existing property. Many times it is. Not in not when you, you comparing location to location. Okay. Like you can get a brand new, amazing home in Wesley Chapel um, that would cost way more in South Tampa w- w- with an older home. Okay. So, but the latest housing statistics place the median price of a new construction home at $449.8, a steep premium compared with $375. That's a lived-in property. So where are areas where you can get um, you know, a cheaper new construction home? Well, it is in Tampa Bay. Okay, So our real estate market is still so healthy with so many people here that that new construction hasn't started to cut costs enough to make it advantageous. But there are parts of the country... Um, For example, in California, um, homebuyers can save an average $200,000 buying new construction. Colorado, Utah, D.C. can pocket around half that. Homebuyers in Hawaii are the very best off buying new with pre-existing homes costing nearly double new construction. So there are parts of the country where you can do that. Florida is not one of them. You are still, for the most part, when you're comparing like property and location, going to pay more for new construction in Florida. People ask, well, why? One of those reasons is construction quality. Um, the, the financial benefits of lower utility costs, uh, lower additional taxes, lower insurance, as well as the construction standards. So as time has gone on, uh, Florida construction standards have improved to fight against fight is probably not the right word, but to defend against hurricanes and and bad weather. So as construction quality improves with you know each year new codes, new 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 processes, uh, new construction quality, as each year progresses with that, Homes, newer homes get more expensive. So you're buying a home that's going to provide more safety for your family than an old 1920s bungalow and some of the lights. So that's the reason why in Florida uh, that doesn't uh, show up. So there are parts of the country, and it's why real estate is so local. Okay, real estate is the most local market that uh, that that we pay attention to financially. Okay, Google stock is the same today in Tampa as it is in New York City or in California, but real estate is different. Real estate is super local. It really depends on what's going on in that local market. Uh, If you're looking for your home value estimate, We've talked about this shit on the show a few times, DuncanDuo.com. You can go. You can get a free home value estimate. You get a monthly report about what's going on with your home value. You communicate with an actual human real estate agent that does this every day. They can help you update your home value and know what's going on with your property condition. You can do that and so much more at DuncanDuo.com. Uh, you can get your home value estimate, a monthly report. You can also get an instant cash offer. If you just want to sell your home and get out, sell your home for cash, and you just want ultimate convenience, that's the way to go at DuncanDuo.com. We're going to continue our conversation. We're going to continue talking about the Tampa Bay real estate market after a quick break here on the Dunkin' Duo Show. We're back here on the Dunkin' Duo Show. I'm Andrew Duncan talking about Tampa Bay real estate at the Duncan Duo and all the socials. DuncanDuo.com for your free home value estimate or an instant cash offer at DuncanDuo.com. So what are the worst things to have next to your house? Okay, or the worst things you can find next to a house that you're going to buy. So I want to go through this list because a lot of times this is where the online, this is why I talk about going to DuncanDuo.com for your home value estimate, because the online um, aggregators for real estate values don't factor this in. They don't know how to. Okay. So I'm going to give you some tips, some things that you want to avoid if you're all about location. Now, these are things that will make the house cheaper. Okay. But cheaper isn't always better understand that if you're buying a property that has one of these things, you might get it cheaper on the buy but you're gonna have a really hard time moving the property and I know this from experience because I've owned properties with some of these uh, factors um you know involved the first one a railroad track, okay uh, being right next to a railroad track, is is a horrendous place for real estate. You have trains that come at all hours of the of the day and night they hammer their horn at two or three in the morning. We have this in Tampa in South Tampa in downtown we have trains okay so that is an absolutely atrocious place to ha- to own real estate because it is going to devalue your property compared to a home away a few blocks away not on that train line and it's going to cause you major inconvenience. The next thing is right next to a major highway or on a busy road, okay? The busier the road, the more it's going to devalue your real estate and it'd be harder to sell because it's going to be an objection for people with families don't want their kids walking out in the street, they don't want their dog getting run over, um, or they don't want the noise, okay? There are some streets in... Uh, in tampa for example that if you get next to you you think that you're at the indy 500 because they're the cars going by with the loud exhaust and racing at two and three in the morning Um, you, you definitely want to avoid those those are going to make your exit harder okay another bad spot for real estate location okay is a water treatment facility or sewage okay now, there might be months of the year where everything's great and you think you got the deal of the century. And then you go to put the house on the market and that's the that's a day you've got bad air quality, okay? The closer you are to water treatment or sewage, the more people are going to smell that. That's going to hurt your property. It's going to have you uh you're going to have a hard time selling your property next to um you know, a water treatment uh or sewage facility. Uh the next thing uh that can be bad, okay? Now the nice part about this bad is it can be a short term bad. Okay, now you're not going to change the busy road. Okay, you're not going to change. You're not going to move the water treatment facility. You're not going to move uh, the highway. Okay, but the but but this bad item that being next to can change and it's a bad neighbor. Okay, I've lived next to the house has six cars jacked up in the driveway, that's parking in the yard, that doesn't take care of their house, has a bunch of junk in the yard, that has holes in the, you know, outside of the property. I've been next to those houses, okay? And those are really hard when you go to sell because people look at that and they say, "I don't want to live next to that." That is going to devalue your property, okay? Now, if you go into a homeowners association community, you can oftentimes Uh, Avoid that because they have rules and regulations, but in a city area, they're just not going to force the issue as much with those situations and you're going to have to deal with them. So the, the neighbor of an unkempt house, the, the guy that doesn't take care of stuff, the eyesore house in the neighborhood being next to that is going to, you know, harm your, um, your value. Now, can that change? Yeah. Can that guy eventually sell the house? Very likely. Um, It'll likely get bought someday. Maybe not, though. Maybe that guy's lived there forever. So you can kind of look at that and see. Look up. How often, how long have they owned the house? How long have they been there? Um, You can do demographic studies to determine what the likelihood of them selling the home in the next few years. But being next to an eyesore is going to devalue your property and make it hard to sell. Here's another one that often gets overlooked, okay? Um, Vacant land next to your property. And here's why. Okay. People, when they buy a house, the higher the price, the more, the more they expect, of course, just like with anything. But being next to vacant land can be problematic because it might turn off home buyers because home buyers don't want to buy that house and then deal with construction next door. So that's one that often gets overlooked. Be prepared, especially in Tampa. If you're buying a house and the lot is vacant next door or across the street, it's probably going to get built on during your ownership. It's probably gonna have a house put up there and you're gonna deal with the nuisance of having construction across the street or next door. So vacant land next to um, a home can be uh, can devalue and cause uh, some obstacles. Some other things, okay, that can cause your uh, inability to sell. Uh, the neighbor with the loud dog that barks in the yard and tries to attack you through the fence and barks all hours of day and night, okay? That's going to cause problems for you selling your house. It's going to it's going to make people um, not want to buy that house. So those are all things that that make a difference in the you know in the grand scheme of things that you have to pay attention to when it comes to your home value. Those are things that, from a location perspective, you don't want to uh, be next to. Now I could have a whole segment about what you want to be next to, but we don't have enough time for that. So um, again. If you're thinking about a real estate career, jointheduo.com. Apply for one of our open positions. We are hiring. We are growing. Um, We are looking to add agents to our team. Uh, You can learn more about a real estate career. You can register for career night or apply for one of our open positions. Uh, Again, that's at jointheduo.com. That's jointheduo.com. And if you want a home value estimate, that isn't just computer and electronic stuff that's sent to you because we have that, but actually as a human that sells real estate for a living, overlooking your home value, and kind of being your your advocate to help you understand the value of your home based on all the features and conditions, go to duncanduo.com Again, get your home value estimate at duncanduo.com, And we appreciate you tuning in and hope you have an awesome rest of your Sunday, Tampa Bay.